You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. this episode we're going to talk about ray charles the genius of ray charles in the room i have rob ben and grady (laughs) all right the genius of ray charles is the sixth studio album by r&b american recording artist ray charles it was released in 1959 on atlantic records produced by nishan irtikan Already widely popular due to his 1959 hit, What I'd Say, Ray Charles made his mainstream crossover complete with the genius of Ray Charles, avoiding the soul sound of his 1950s recordings, which fused jazz, gospel, and blues for swinging pop with big band arrangements. It is comprised of half big band songs and the second half being string-backed bouts. The album peaked at number 17 on the top 40 album charts and was later viewed as a landmark recording in his career. What did we think of the genius of Ray Charles? It's Ray Charles, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? So young-ass Ray Charles being awesome. Soulful and and exuberant and just... Energetic as fuck. The vocals and the piano, I mean, the... We were talking about you know the recording quality isn't the greatest. It's a little, a little off at times, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it 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 translates through even any any issues on that end to just his phrasings, both vocally and on the piano, are just so perfect, like every single time. Um, I, I can't. Just a lot of fucking fun. Can't say anything wrong with I that. didn't realize listening on the time. computer that uh that the side A and side B were like different backing backing arrangements. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got I, your ballads. Yeah, I just kind of want to now go back into it with that knowledge and listen to it. I don't know if it would have been more apparent had I actually had to get up and flip it over. Mm-hmm. But just listening to it straight through like again I was also, you know, I was working, but uh, I was listening to it with headphones. I it Glossed right over me. Yeah, and I guess uh, I, I will go back and re-listen to this. Yeah, like it's it, it grabbed me. Yeah, like, uh, th- this this is one of those albums. Like, huh? Yeah, all right. I think I have a different opinion than than maybe you guys do. I mean, maybe you prefer your Ray Charles Shill and Pepsi. I don't know. I, I do. <laughs> I do prefer. This isn't my favorite Ray Charles album. Yeah, sure. I think that is that that is what's happening to me. Is I I'm looking at this album and I'm thinking, man. That's a lot of brass, and it's a lot like Ray Charles is solid. He's he's great, but those blaring horns and his his sort of you know 
bluesy R&B style, this is not. This is a different this is a different arrangement for to kind of complete his crossover into mainstream culture. It was interesting to hear you popularity. say that this came after what I say. Same year. Same year? Yeah. Because I I was thinking in my in my head uh like it just doesn't sound like the what I say like just wild right like juke joint Ray Charles exactly which I love that Ray Charles and I kind of I guess I just assumed it was not based on anything I learned or read I just assumed like oh he must have gotten wild later because I figured if there if there was already like some wild Ray Charles we would have already covered it because that is the Ray Charles to cover Don't let the sun catch you crying Crying at my front door You done daddy dirty He sure don't want you no more Don't let the sun catch you lying Lying at my front door And that's, that's exactly what I was thinking is that he, there's one live at Newport, there's uh, the original just Ray Charles self-titled. What are his other albums on this list? Um, uh, Modern Sounds is on it. Is, okay. Yeah. But I felt like this was a, a, a strange choice. I'm with you on that. It's a very strange choice. It kind of represents something to me, kind of like Lady in Satin did, um, where it's this, it's like orchestrated, and it kind of, it just feels uneasy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I'm, I'm used to a certain Ray Charles, and this is pulling him into a, a, a different direction. So maybe it is important as a, as like a, artist but i felt like i i was not you know kicking my heels up and saying yeah this is this is it this is this is the blues i'm more of a blues guy Mm -hmm. i guess so the orchestra orchestra is um well do you think that this was a not uh, as good this was ray charles being presented to the masses in a more palatable form which i mean what's mentioned in the notes and what it hit on the uh the charts yeah, I mean, I, you're probably seven, right. Seventeen on the top yeah. forty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I, I that's think, what modern sounds was too. It's like, it's weird that you know, like fucking Elvis had to be the one to bring rock and roll to the the masses, and then like, yeah, know, having Ray Charles with fucking horns is the only way, like, for him to go forward feasibly. Um, right. I think it presented. He was already popular. I mean, was he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. He his his music was already established and popular. I, I do find it, like you said, strange that we haven't had any of his other records. But this does, this is a defining record for him in that crossover mm-hmm. with the with the backing band and the strings, soulful strings. Um, so, "Come Rain or Come Shine" is probably one of the most well known that he does on this album, and I think it really stands out. It's 
amazing songs, but the first half of the album, where it's it's those horns backing him up, it just doesn't feel it's a little right much to and, me. and unnecessary. He, probably he's yeah. saving it. I yeah, mean, I feel yeah. like his playing and his. And I guess I was basing most of what I was saying just on listening to him and sure getting swept away by everything, every cadence of his voice, and sure every note that he's playing on the piano. Yeah, the horns are, you know, I could probably take or leave. We've um, heard a lot of horns recently. We have yeah. Also. That's going to be but a that, lot more I, horns. <laughs> it's a very different kind yeah. of. Well, are we getting horn. into skank and pickle? Flugel. <laughs> I think. <laughs> track number five. We'll play track number five. And you. I, w- I want you guys to give me your opinion, though. But it has this sweet melody and everything. And then this brass like jumps right in like <laughs> almost like attacking Ray Charles yeah. <laughs> pinching him on the bottom it's kind of amazing goosome <laughs> the, the liner notes and or the book say something about like wailing mermaids backing the second half yeah <laughs> yeah the the vocals are they seem almost unnecessary a but, lot of the time, but that was again. That's another. It's the style. style. I mean, similarly style. with the big, the brass, these sorts of strings, and those, those wordless uh, vocal accompaniments. I kind of like those nineteen fifties ghost vocals. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind them either. I mean, the, you, the strings used use correctly. I think yeah. cool. The strings are. I have sometimes a harder time with. As a as a rule, there are always exceptions, certainly, but um, it does put a good you know date timestamp on. On yeah. a lot of that stuff. Yeah, my favorites were number 10, Don't, don't Let Your Son oh, yeah. Catch You Crying, and number 12, Come Rain or Come Shine. The ballads that have a minimal amount of yeah. of kind of accompaniment just because it, it lets him shine mm-hmm. shine through. His playing, his, his phrasing, everything. And just the... I love the simplicity of a lot of these piano solos. It's just spacious and deliberate and... It's not flashy, but it's still, you can tell just how much, how much goes into those solos still. What lonely hours the evening shadows bring. What lonely hours with memories lingering like faded flowers. Life can't mean anything when your lover has gone. That it's not bad. It's just that when I hear Ray Charles, you know, I I hear that that R and B. I hear that that blues, mm-hmm. and this this almost feels like he was. Uh, they pulled him away. They put him in the studio with a big band, and it works on something like the Count Basie record. Mm-hmm. You know that big band sound and everything. But well, he is uh, he is such a talent. You know that he doesn't. I almost feel like it's. It's like, a disservice. Almost that when, like, recording this, those horn stabs would come in and it would surprise Charles because <laughs> he didn't even know about him until... I didn't right see now. you guys there. <laughs> that was one of the best. As was the fashion of the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to talk, like, 
top five greatest Diet Pepsi ad campaigns. <laughs> Ray Charles, hey, Ray is Charles up is, there. he's up there. Uh, yeah, that was a good, good pick on their part. I'm blanking on uh-huh. other diet Pepsi <laughs> ad campaigns right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You don't call the wars. I think he did some, uh, wasn't around the same era? Didn't he do some Arby's ones? Probably. Because I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I've got this this bit that he would do, but he's like playing, you know, he's got his, his Rayettes, Raylettes, and one of them brings up a sandwich, and he's playing, he's like, is that horsey sauce? Oh, no, wait, that's Arby's sauce. <laughs> <laughs> For real? I don't remember that. I, that's in my brain for some reason. I don't know if it ever existed, but... So, yeah, after this song, this is song six, after this, it goes to the ballad, so mm-hmm. literally a split. Yeah. I know. I prefer the ballads. I do, too. Yeah. A lot of that, though, I think is, a lot of my objection of the horns might be actually the recording. Sure. Yeah. You know, the, how big the horns sound are... I mean, yeah, I hear you, but... At the same time, even if it had been recorded better, the are you talking like lower in the mix? Right. I mean, right. That, that, those are meant to be big and brash. And exactly. Punchy but like they, that. but if he was brought up a little bit, but if his planning was was brought up a little bit, I sure. mean, I think that could have. But I think I mean that was the, the more the big band sound that they were trying for here so he's also crooning a little more than like yeah he's crooning a yeah, little he, he's bit definitely, he's definitely yeah yeah putting on the but that's widening his audience right that's bringing him into yes. a different audience that might not be as into his and which is why he's got the crossover yeah. for him if you look at you know this record and then the record that we're going to be talking about him in a few episodes the modern sounds and country and western it's it's really just trying to get him in front of the biggest audience that they can. They, he's got the crossover hit with What I Say, and then he puts out this like polished-up big band record, and then he puts out a record of him doing country and western songs. Like, There's not going to be someone on the planet that's not listening to Ray Charles by the time they're, they're done with him. Right, you know? right. And I guess that speaks to his genius that mm-hmm. he could do it. He, could, yeah. he can pull it off. I mean, and Country and Western is one of my favorite Ray Charles records. You can almost look past any any genre that he's playing because he's that that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those mermaid vocals are pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do we think ultimately on this list? I mean, I'm of the opinion that good album. It has. Come Rain or Come Shine, which is an absolute classic, and it has some other good tracks. I would have picked a different Ray Charles album, but ultimately, ultimately a different one. But it's still, it's still Ray Charles. It's still Ray Charles. Yeah, yeah. check it out. Yeah, for sure. Check it out. All right. Next episode, we will be discussing a very important album, Miles Davis, "Kind of Blue." So tune in for that. I'm gonna love you Like no one's love you Come rain or come shine High as a mountain Deep as a river 
Come rain or come shine I guess when you met me It was just a one of those things